Welcome, everybody. I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Oi with the Coffee Already. And today we are going to be discussing the movie A Christmas Story. Yay. I know you're you're excited. I can tell. I can feel it. <laughs> you feel it coming through the airwaves. It's just kidding. <laughs> it's been a week, <laughs> uh, to say um, the least. <laughs> yes. Um, we try and record these before, and our recording day did not go as planned. But that's okay because we are getting it done, and this episode will be out on time. So that's all that matters. But really, what has gone as planned this year? Nothing. Just nothing. <laughs> so this is nothing. all in all in 2020 fashion. <laughs> Does everybody else feel like they're riding a roller coaster without a seatbelt? Is that yes. just me? Yeah, yeah but every time Right. And every time you get that moment of like where you're gonna fly out, like somehow you manage to stay in your seat. <laughs> Right, it's that person next to you goes, no, no, you have to stay in this with me because I can't do this without you. Right. <laughs> can't just let go. Uh, anyways. Oh, <laughs> so well, we are... Usual, mm-hmm. Yes, as usual, I was just going to say, we break down a movie that's generally been around for a while. We haven't touched on anything that's been less than, well, 17 years old, but it's still only episode three, so... But, yeah. uh... We discuss the movie that's been around for a little bit and talk about it, talk about our thoughts, our feelings, some fun facts, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And basically, it's just a fun chat about the movies we all love and enjoy. Definitely. And so this week, we are taking it back to, what, 1983, I believe? 83. That is correct yeah. for A Christmas Story. Uh, directed by Bob Clark, who passed away in 2007. This was actually really sad. He passed away due to a car crash. Um, He was in the car with his 22-year-old son, and a drunk driver um, hit them head-on and killed both of them. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a nice way to bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's so sad. It is sad. So, anyways, I do have on here, because this movie obviously is um, 20 or 37 years old. Um, mm-hmm. there are a few people on here who have since passed away. So I have them marked down as we go through, but, uh, okay. that one, I feel like was kind of like, that was just really sad. I think he was in his early sixties, I think is when it happened. Wow. Um, so he's still like relatively young when it happened. And, um, mm-hmm. so there you go. Wow. Don't worry, everybody. We'll make it happier. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to bring the vibe down, but, right. you know. And <laughs> Let's that talk is about sad. a Christmas story and <laughs> yeah. drag it down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now to bring it back up. <laughs> yes, for sure. We'll do that. It's all good. Um, uh, my first initial, like, thoughts as I rewatched the movie, because um, obviously this is one, I mean, it's, I don't know about everybody else, but this is one that I've seen, like, many, many, many times. Um, but my first initial thought while, well, like, really paying attention and watching it is that this movie is all over the place, I feel. Like, it is. I feel like you're just watching, like, a week of, like, these people's lives and they are just all over the place. Between... You know what it is? You're watching a kid tell a story. 
<laughs> and you That's have very kids, true. So you know what it's like when they tell a story. And, and they are like, all over the like, place. I can't even follow this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, is is there a point eventually, or are you just just storytelling just to tell? <laughs> just talking to hear yourself talk. <laughs> hmm well, yeah, it's, very much so. you know, it's interesting. I know a lot of people have watched this countless times. I can count the number of times I've seen this movie. And as of this last time, that is all of twice. So oh, I have wow. seen it once prior and then this most recent time. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't grow up with this movie and yeah, my husband did, but I did not grow up with this movie. It just wasn't, I don't know. It just he, wasn't a movie watched. That's how I was too. I didn't grow up with it either, but my husband did because it was his dad's like favorite movie. So mm -hmm. yeah. So otherwise I had maybe seen it once just to say that we watched it, I guess. I don't know. Was his dad um, from the Midwest? Yes. You know what? That's what I'm thinking. I think it's, yeah. this is a very, because I mean, it was filmed in Nebraska, but it's supposed yeah. to take place in Indiana. So it's supposed yeah. to be. Well, a Midwest and, see, and he's from he's from Wisconsin, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's a Midwest. <laughs> I think this is a very Midwest popular film, for sure. <laughs> I yeah, because you and I are born and raised California kids, and it's just not <laughs> our. I I feel like our side, like West Coast side, is going to be like National Lampoon's like Christmas. Like, that and then thing. like the Santa Claus and Home Alone. Yes, those yeah. are the big ones. Very much so. So, um, I'm going to run down through the cast list here real quick. Uh, Melinda Dillon played Mother Parker. And before this, she was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. She's not really working anymore. It looks like the last role she had was back in 2007. So, I guess Aww. I'm assuming she's probably retired and just enjoying yeah. her life. Yeah. Um, Darren McGavin played Old Man Parker, the dad. And he passed away in 2006 at the age of 83. Uh, he was also in Billy Madison. I think he played Billy Madison's dad, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, wow. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. And then, um, of course, we want to talk about Peter Bingsley, who played Ralphie. Mm -hmm. And who we've totally forgot to mention last week played yeah. the elf Ming Ming. So that's the elf <laughs> that was asking Buddy about where he's at with those etch a sketch. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but he's more of a producer now. So he helped produce Iron Man and Four Christmases, or his two big ones. Uh, oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. And I then his, the uh, guy, Ian uh, Petrella, played his younger brother, Randy. Randy's hysterical, by the way. I thought he was like this, like he has almost no lines, but he's that younger brother, and you're just like, what is he? He's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, Scott Schwartz played Flick. Zach Ward played Scott Farkas, the bully. Um, he was oh. also later one of the soldiers in Transformers. And can I just say, I think he is the world's winner on the best glow up I've ever seen. Seriously. Ladies. Oh my God. And Do not sleep on this guy. <laughs> yes. Your God. Wow. <laughs> this man up. It is. Um, first of all, I just want to say look, he's 50 and it'll blow yeah. your mind. So. So look him up and thank us later. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Lastly, um, Gene Shepard. He was the voice of older Ralphie. He played the, oh, uh, mm -hmm. he was the narrator. He passed away in 1999. Um, he was also the writer of the original stories that all of this came from. And all these stories, they were, um, they were short stories that were published in Playboy. 
So, oh, and wow. he also, yeah, so he also made a cameo in the film. So he was, um, when Ralphie and his brother Randy go to see Santa and there's that guy there who tells them where the line actually begins, like way down uh-huh. at the end. That's him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I got all kinds of crazy, like, facts. They're not so much about the movie, but more about, like, the time period and stuff like that. I have a few of the movie-making ones. I think the biggest one, though, is um, the director. It took him 12 years to make this film. 12 years? 12 years. I think he had wanted to make it for a long time. He'd had it, like, on a back burner. And the only reason why he was able to make this movie in the first place was because he had such success with the movie Porky's before. And the studio wanted to make, yeah, it gets weirder. So the studio wanted to make uh, Porky's 2, and he said, I will if you let me do this film. And that's how he was able to do this. So I've never seen Porky's. I read the, like, synopsis of Porky's, and I was like, I don't know that I need to see this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I've never seen it either. Yeah, me neither. I don't know that I need to. Right. (laughs) I couldn't tell you what it's about. Um, but yeah, people out there, you really feel like we need to see this movie. Let us know. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Otherwise, I think we'll we'll skip that one. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) So I, you know, it's funny. So the first time I saw this movie, I didn't fall in love with it. Why I feel like everybody else did. Like, it's fine. But (laughs) You know, anyways, so I, when I went into this, watching it the second time, I really wanted to look at it. Like, first of all, I didn't want to go in there with like a total bias of, I'm not going to enjoy this. Instead, I tried to like, look at things I could focus on and maybe think about and add Mm -hmm. to the podcast in a like positive manner, basically. And so I, I did, I don't know, like all of what notes you took, but what I did is like when I'd see stuff, um, like the Higbees and things like that, I was like, oh, okay, let me, I want to check on this. I want to see, like, was this mm-hmm. a thing? Was this a thing? And mm-hmm. anyway, so I've got quite the list here of stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't know where you wanted to start. If you wanted to go with, like, I don't know, your thoughts, feelings, etc., cetera, um, and then we can kind of yeah. sprinkle in some of the stuff I found. Yeah. Um. So, I mean... I get well I don't know if you want to start that's fine because you seem to have like a list <laughs> and mine is just like <laughs> mine is just pure thoughts of just the movie itself which is perfect I mean it's just it's your classic 80s movies where you have kids who are younger who are like just they cuss up a storm i don't know if that's just that was like a theme for like 80s oh, that movies. Was me. i did so i don't know but i did that when i was a kid i was like 12 years old and you would have thought i spent seven years on a sailboat i don't know i don't know maybe if like my mom just like instilled like the fear of god into me where i felt like she was everywhere so i was like the kid that was like we don't say that <laughs> Like, you know, or, and I mean, shoot, now everything's game. I don't care. You know, I have like I the worst, one terrible. of the worst mouths out there. But yeah, as a kid, I just, I really, I, I didn't really, I mean, I guess as you get older, like into teens and stuff like that, then sure, um, I could see myself. But even then, I really didn't, um, I didn't really, yeah, I don't know. 
I didn't really do that. I just think it's you know, funny, it's funny how one of, my, one of my talking points that I had written down was mm-hmm. us discussing this because <laughs> it he does have that moment where he drops his first swear word. I mean, he drops an F bomb. You don't hear it, but he drops the F bomb in front of his dad. And I was going to ask you, yeah, what was your first curse word in front of your parents? Did they ever tell you, like, if you were younger? Um. Okay. So not okay. So kind of a funny story. Um. When I was younger, I used to get in trouble a lot for saying the word "shut up." Um, oh, that I was know your mom was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a big, like, no in our house, mainly just because it's rude, not so much because it's a bad word. But right. I remember one of my younger cousins, um, we were all playing like in the playroom and I don't know, I guess I looked at, I, you know, I was the oldest, so I was in charge of everybody. So I decided to tell everybody to shut up and like, (laughs) (laughs) well, she to my mom and her mom. And I remember like my mom tells the story and it's so funny um, because she's, you know, she's like, we're standing, we're sitting there like in the kitchen and, you know, she comes up and she's like, um, excuse me, auntie, but Serena said a really bad word. And, you know, my mom's thinking like <laughs> bad, bad word, you know, right. A four letter and, word. Right. And so then she's like, oh my gosh, like, what did she say? And she was like, I can't say it. And she's like, well, what did it oh start with? Yeah. She's like, well, what did it start with? And she's like, S. And so my mom is automatically thinking like shit, right. you know? And so then she's like, well, whispered into my ear. She's like, you won't get in trouble. It'll be fine. And then she's like, she said, shut up. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, my mom, she's like, I thought that was the funniest, like the cutest thing they knew. Yeah, right. (laughs) She knew that it was a bad word. You guys weren't allowed to say it. And yeah. So anyways, I love it because I unfortunately like that cousin is no longer around. She passed away about 10 years ago now. Um, Mm -hmm. But she yeah, it was it's a great memory um, just because it's it's funny. And I guess that is probably one of like my very first like memories I mean I'm sure I've said other stuff prior to that but that is one that like really just sticks out to me with like just shut up (laughs) well it looks like I was always meant to have a bigger potty mouth than you but uh (laughs) I was probably it's hard to gauge how old I was because I was so small for so long because I was in a high chair but I started speaking really early so I was probably anywhere between the age of like two to four and mm-hmm. like, and um, she's like really three. tiny. So if you don't I know her, really, and you... I literally didn't grow from age two to four. I was one of those toddlers that wore out shoes before I grew out of them. Oh. Like that's that's how little I grew. Right. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> I have a section plate, and then my mom had given me peas. And I'm chasing these peas with my fork up and over all the humps. And I'm in the high chair at the head of the table. And I just go, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my mom and dad looked at each other and didn't really want to say anything because they didn't want to, like, encourage it. But they had to, like, not laugh. But my younger brother's first swear word is a way funnier story than my story because it involves me. Yeah. Yeah come up I come up to my mom crying and my younger brother is about five years younger than me so I come to my mom crying 
And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, Jake said a bad word. And she goes, well, what do you say? I was like, I can't say it. I can't say it. And she goes, guess you can. You're not going to get in trouble. What do you say? And I said, he told me my room is a fucking pigsty. (laughs) (laughs) My mom had to like hold it in because it was notorious for having the messiest room like in the house. Like he wasn't wrong. Wrong. He just used his bad language. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Anyway, so that's, that was that. Could be like, could be like my oldest who was like, Five and dropped like the f bomb four times at his Christian <laughs> preschool. So, oh no, Why they had to have been four. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a whole story in of itself. And I we'll mean, have to tell great. that another time. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> For sure. Um, it's really funny you brought that all up because it really was one of my points. I was like, we've got to talk about this. So this movie does have it does have that nostalgia thing to it. Oh, where, for sure. like so I definitely have quite a few points on that. But mm-hmm. um movie opens up and he's talking about Higby's and all this stuff and mm-hmm. Higby's having the the air rifle and everything. So I looked right. up I was like, is Higby's a real thing? Higby's is a real thing. It was yep. a department store founded in Cleveland, Ohio in eighteen sixty. Not nineteen sixty, eighteen sixty. Um, and in 1987, they were sold to Dillard's department stores, and then they've since um, kind of fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really did film inside of Higby's uh, in January, the Higby's in Omaha. Wow. And they let them, they kept all the Christmas stuff up for them so they could film in there. Oh, fun. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. And uh, so as the camera was panning through the Higby's store window, mm-hmm. I started kind of picking up a few things that I had seen. And one of the things they had was the red rider or Mm. radio flyer wagon, the radio flyer wagon. Mm -hmm. So we had a wagon growing up. We actually, um, so my parents got a wagon mostly for me. And Mm. for those who don't know, when I was a toddler, I had open heart surgery. And so one of the things they would do is they'd put me in the wagon to carry me around the hospital because you can add it with all the stuff and I can lay down and be comfortable. Like strollers were in the Mm. eighties were not what they are now. So like (laughs) having a kid lay flat just wasn't a thing. Um, Yeah. So I have old pictures of myself, like as a kid. And I knew there was one of me sitting in that wagon and I was like, I wonder if that was a radio flyer wagon. So I mm-hmm. found the photo and lo and behold, it is a radio flyer wagon. Um, nice. So maybe on our Instagram page, we can add it and post it up and be kind of yeah, fun. Definitely. Um, so people can see that. Mm-hmm. And then of course we have to talk about the red rider air rifle. Yes. And I know you and I had talked a little bit about this, uh, but just uh, real quick to give everybody else. And then you can tell your story about it. Um, yeah. So it was, um, it's manufactured by the Daisy Outdoor Products Company, which was founded in 1882. And the company originally made still steel windmills. Oh, and, nice. and, and it, yeah. So then 1888, they began including a BB gun with any purchase of a windmill, which I was like, okay, well, <laughs> that works. So I just, <laughs> I found it a little funny. So it's like, when I buy a windmill, I'm not sure that I'm in the market for a BB gun at the same time, but they're like just Um, throw it in there (laughs) yeah right so their bb guns were so popular that by 1895 um they switched to solely air guns 
Oh, wow. And the Red Rider BB gun was released in the spring of 1940, named after the comic strip Red Rider that was created in 1938. Uh, so you can still buy the original lever action BB gun Red Rider rifle 1938 model for the low, low price of $39.99 for kids Ooh. age 10 and up. So, you know, <laughs> you guys can Google that and out, check it out. Because I was yeah. like, I was wondering if they still make them. Because sometimes companies like this do. And right. they do. Right. So. Yeah. They sure do. Um, yeah. A couple Christmases ago. Well, quite a few Christmases ago. Um, our oldest is 14. And my husband actually bought him that same because like I said in the beginning my husband like grew up with this movie his dad it was one of his dad's favorite movies so and they're just a big firearm like family anyways but especially like the BB gun was just something that you know he he enjoyed and he wanted to pass down and so my husband um gosh I think my son was six or seven um, when we bought it for him and gave it to him as a Christmas gift. And on the packaging, we wrote, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. And he had fun with it. We enjoyed it. Um, he didn't shoot animals with it. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, he, no, he didn't shoot his eye out either, thankfully. No, he just like would set up like little guys and just like shoot them down and stuff. Um so he played with that for a good couple years and then we passed it along to his sister. So his younger sister has it now. And uh we like rewrapped it up because my husband kept the box for that one just because it's a really cool box. It's very mm-hmm. um you know very of its time and it's very vintage they show the box on the website you can see it i think it's not the original packaging obviously but they kept the same style i don't think they changed anything no but it's really cool and it's very vintage looking and it's fun so now his sister has it she doesn't play with it quite as much um one because we kind of it kind of just in the shuffle of life (laughs) um it just (laughs) kind of got put back on like the wayside or whatever but we still have it and it's still there and but yeah my son uh he enjoyed it a lot uh the first like year that he had it it was a very popular gift but um yeah it was pretty cool and then I remember one year for my father-in-law um before he passed away we had bought him the ever so like iconic part of this movie aside from the bb gun was the leg lamp nice yeah that was pretty pretty fun because my mother-in-law had a very similar reaction to the (laughs) wife's reaction (laughs) of the leg lamp (laughs) it really was and i so wish i would have gotten like a video of that oh my gosh but um yeah it was pretty hilarious (laughs) hilarious <laughs> uh it was good That's and he awesome. yeah and as, after he passed away she kept it up for a little bit while after and then eventually she was like i just i can't have this up anymore <laughs> so she got rid of it, <laughs> it doesn't bring her funny. <laughs> no it did not she was she never liked it in the movie um and my father-in-law bless his heart he had a knack for just doing things that just annoyed her and so <laughs> that leg lamp uh a true was, husband <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> was one of that. <laughs> Sorry we contributed to it, but we just had to. We saw it. I was like, he, I can't believe this is his favorite movie and he doesn't have one of these. So we just I had bet to. it was worth a smile on his face, though. Oh, it so was. It was. He got a good laugh out of it. And like I said, it was kind of priceless to see my mother-in-law's reaction along to it. <laughs> too. So that was fun. Good times. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. On the movie, the other thing, too, that I started, you know, like I said, there's so there's I don't know how much, you know, but there's debate on when this movie actually takes place. So it's Mm -hmm. very ambiguous. Yes. Um, But generally, like people seem to think the 1940s, like early Mm -hmm. 40s. Um, So I looked up. So some of the stuff I was like, oh, was this a thing back then? This really a thing. Anyways, uh, when he stuck the ad in the Look magazine. Uh huh. I never heard of Look Magazine, but Look right. Magazine was a bi-weekly general interest magazine <laughs> published in Des Moines, Iowa from 1937 to 1971 and wow. was a direct competitor to Life Magazine. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know and which that. Life Magazine stopped in 1972, just a few months after, because it was towards the end of 71 when Look kind of went by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was was a real magazine and the one that she had uh if i remember correctly it was from the 1930s with shirley oh. temple on the front oh wow which is why there's but then of course the red rider bb gun doesn't come out to the 1940s right so that's why it's very ambiguous on when when it comes See, out when the like, movie takes place this movie that's where again i just get the feeling of just like this movie's just all over the place <laughs> it is it, it definitely <laughs> is yeah. um and then I, this, so this fact, I told my husband this and his mind was, he was pretty excited about this. So, <laughs> you know, where the dad is asking the mom for the trivia uh-huh. and he says, uh, he asked the name for the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse. Right. And she says, oh, it's Victor. Victor. Uh-huh. This is true. So, <laughs> and it gets weirder. Are you ready for this? I'm going to say it slow. Cause yes. I had to do like a Venn diagram. <laughs> the Lone Ranger's real name is John Reed. Okay. John Reed had a nephew named Dan Reed. Uh-huh. Dan rode a horse named Victor. And this is all according to the radio broadcast, by the way. So this is because right. it was originally radio broadcast and everything. Right. Now, Victor's sire, so his dad, is Silver, which is the Lone Ranger's horse. Oh my gosh. Gets better. You're, I'm not ready. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Dan, the nephew, would later have a son, and his name would be Britt, B-R-I-T-T, uh-huh. Reed, who would become... The Green Hornet, which was also a radio broadcast done by the same people. So there wow. you go. It says the original creators of the Lone Ranger radio show created the Green Hornet as well. So that is why there's that connection. So wow. the Green Hornet's great uncle is the Lone Ranger. Boom. That there it is. is. <laughs> That's really cool. I did not know that, obviously. I didn't either. When she's like Victor, I was like, that is the most random name for a horse. Like, right? who names a horse Victor? <laughs> and then I was like, the Lone Ranger's nephew. Does he really even have a nephew? Is this a thing? And right. it is absolutely a thing. So, wow. That's really crazy. That is such a like you said that like having a Venn diagram for that because that is yeah so such a spider web see how I wrote it all out like I was like okay this and then this and then this and you're like yeah. I gotta follow it <laughs> when I first, so it was I went on YouTube to find like some information and this was right. on one of those YouTube things and I had to pause it at each time they made a comment so I can make sure I wrote it down right and right so yeah but there That's it really is cool. so. yeah wow 
also I love yeah. little like bits of information like that like that's really cool I thought that one was so cool I was like this is so crazy because then when I mentioned the whole Green Hornet uh, right. connection to my husband he was like oh I wonder if um, they were created by the same people because uh, yeah. I didn't realize that the Green Hornet was a radio show. I assumed it was a comic book. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize. And so I said, I don't know. And then I looked further into it and it is in fact true. They are created by the same people. So interesting. Yeah. Very I didn't write down the years that the Lone Ranger radio show went on. Right. But, um, but speaking of radio shows, I figure we continue on the next radio show that was mentioned, which was the Little Orphan Annie radio show and uh-huh. the. Um, with the full thing he got, uh, the decoder ring. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, also a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was first released in 1938 as a promo to Ovaltine. So that whole thing about it being like eat your oh. drink your Ovaltine, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much true. This yeah. I <laughs> love his reaction as after he does it. He was like, "Yes, like that is absolute crap." <laughs> Also, I don't know if so I noticed something when he went into the mailbox to and he found that there was something for him and he leaves the rest of the mail in the mailbox. That is something I still do. Do you ever open your mailbox yep. and go, nope, not today? Close the back yep. up. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let my husband get the mail today. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, it has nothing in there for me, so I'm not excited oh, for it. This. <laughs> yeah. It's bills. I don't want bills. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Nobody rapes me anymore. <laughs> right? And I'm like, yeah, it's like the um I don't know about you, but after like Christmas time, because I mean, I do, unfortunately, I do a lot of online shopping. Um, so obviously the month of like November, December, and like a little bit of October, I'm so excited because I have all these packages coming in. And every time, every year, January comes around and I'm just, I'm sad. I don't want to check the mail. And it's like, I'm a little depressed because I know there's not going to be anything fun in there. <laughs> Nothing fun anymore. All the fun stuff's gone. No more Christmas cards from anybody. Right. No more Christmas cards. No more packages, even though they're not for me. Like, I just right? like getting, I like getting packages. So just, <laughs> Who doesn't? just throwing that out there. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, folks, maybe we'll get a, uh, a, U- a P.O. box. You could just send Serena stuff. She loves stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Letters. Let's do letters. Also, can I just say I completely like, and I don't know if it's because in my head, I'm like, okay, this movie's from the 80s, but obviously this movie is not taking place in the 80s. And so Mm -hmm. anyway, so when he goes and he's listening to his like little decoder thing, or yeah, listening to it, you know, he, he turns on the radio and right. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. That like radio shows were like TV shows, you know, you listen yeah. to them weekly, daily, whatever. And so, yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Um, having that like moment of, oh, like he's listening to like his right. little show on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I, I totally, I hear you. Cause there's certain things that you're like, oh yeah. Like seeing her kitchen and everything like. <laughs> and then yeah. the dad fighting with the furnace and oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. I love that. I love his dad. I think his dad is hilarious. Definitely brings like, even though he's, ki- he kind of, 
kind of reminds me a little of like a red foreman kind of character where he's a little bit kind of like a hard ass but also really kind of funny in his own right you know like Mm -hmm. he has his own little comedic like measures like digs and things like that and I just love his bit with the neighbor's dogs oh my god just cracked me up so um oh man (laughs) anyway what yeah no for sure because and the other thing too I wanted to talk about too was the uh, relationship between Ralphie and his mom and how mm-hmm. it changed when she saw him losing his ever-loving mind on Farkas. Yeah, Which, I mean, would you blame him? By the way, I saw that he had braces and I was like, was that a thing back then? It absolutely was. Braces have been around for a long freaking time. Wow. And those kinds of braces with like the metal and the wire mm-hmm. had been around for... Uh, what I, I did this whole like look up on braces and I was like, well, I don't even know what I'm looking at at this point. Um... <laughs> I want to say in the 1800s, like it was the the beginnings of that mm-hmm. was in the 1800s of what you have today. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And as someone who was a brace face for six years. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot you had braces. Ugh, I didn't. I still oh. have problems with it. You know, one time my husband went to go like be like sweet and put his hands on either sides of my cheeks like to like pull me in right i flinched so hard and almost throat punched him because i was like don't do that he's like what is wrong with you i was like i did not know that about me i'm so sorry i thought for a minute the insides of my cheeks were about to be shredded oh (laughs) my god yeah like it's just that it's in me forever now that i i can't have people you can touch one but not both Both. like i just I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't. It's like, That's now he'll hilarious. do it. Like, he knows. And he'll come real slowly. And I have to, like, force myself to hold still. Like, you don't have a bunch of metal in your mouth. You're fine. Right? <laughs> like, this is not going to be painful. It's meant to be cute and endearing. It's been and- 20 years. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> fine. Wow. Yeah. Like, PTSD yeah, so with that stuff. <laughs> I, I had no idea that was part that was in me. I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, I... I was just going to touch you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I swear I'm not repulsed by you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, I want to talk about like the relationship between Ralph and his mom, how she kind of covers for him and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you've ever had kind of one of those moments with your mom where not so much that she covers for you or just kind of let something you maybe more like she let something slide Mm -hmm. that you weren't expecting her to let it slide right I don't have anything like that really stands out but I know she has but I also know like um I don't know I mean I guess like she had your back for something that yeah oh definitely yeah Yeah. I know she's had those moments um nothing that really stands out just because my dad was my my dad was the one that you could pretty much get away like anything and everything with so um if she decided to overlook something then I was like oh cool like kind of like I got away with it but I know I didn't get away with it because I know she's not that dumb like (laughs) you know and um but she just kind of and I mean, I find myself like having those moments, like with my own kids of, mm-hmm. 
you know, especially my oldest where it's like, you know, if I know that he didn't get like the best grade or whatever, and it's kind of like, all right, well, we're just not going to say anything to your dad this time. Like one, it's a semester grade. It's not like your final grade. And he knows. And as long as he picks it up, like the next, you know, the end of the semester, then we're good. But yeah, Mm -hmm. there have been times where I'm like, we're just not going to say anything. And just that didn't happen <laughs> you know I mean nothing right. serious but nothing yeah. serious right yeah. no for sure uh for me I actually is probably I suppose mine is a little similar to Ralphie's because uh-huh. uh, you know like small still am but right. you know kind of small growing up so I get picked on right but I was also told I was also like raised not to take crap like, right don't let somebody treat you that way and you know stand up for yourself and it's okay and mm-hmm. Um, it was like, I think it was third grade. So it's eight. There was a kid, you know, easy and head taller than me kept mm-hmm. calling me Polly pocket, which back then they were like four centimeters tall. I don't even know. She was like teeny, she's right. bigger now, right. teeny. And I loved Polly pocket. I had quite a few of my own. I thought they were great. Um, but I didn't appreciate being called Polly pocket. Right. And so I told him to stop. He didn't stop. I turned around, decked him in the face. Right. And so I gave the warning, chose to ignore it. And so, of course, my mom got called and the teacher said, well, she hit another student. And she says, well, why'd she hit another student? You know, that's the real question. Why? Right. And they tell the story and my mom goes, okay, so she defended herself is what you're saying. Right. Well, you know, of course, they do that whole like wishy-washy thing. And mom's like, well, nope. We're good. Thanks. Bye. Like, just like, takes no, up. He straight up was like pulling her, like not yeah. stopping. And you asked him to stop and he didn't stop. So, yeah. yeah. She gave him the warning. She's yeah. my mom told, I think she, my mom told the teacher, she's like, well, she's got a, two brothers. So, right. What do you want from her? Like, <laughs> 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 Look, she didn't make him cry. I don't know what you want. Like, right. Oh, wait, he didn't bother me anymore. Just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> so. yeah (laughs) also i thought it was kind of funny in this movie like all the wizard of oz Mm -hmm. stuff in there did you notice that yes i did it was very weird very odd it was really weird but like wizard of oz came out in 1939 and Uh, i don't know i didn't think it was that big of an impact on the world i mean obviously it did but didn't i don't know that was kind of weird falls into like what was around during that time like the time period of when this movie is supposed to be taking place and but still it i don't know it was very weird (laughs) it it was a little weird um yeah definitely so i'll say that my kids actually do not like this movie they really watch it with me um i tried putting it on the other night to like rewatch it and I'm like oh okay I'll watch it with the kids and they were like no we're not watching it and they all <laughs> left me and then I ended up falling asleep too <laughs> but anyways yeah I just thought that was really funny um they said the only reason why they watch it when their dad is here is because of because they know their dad likes it <laughs> and they know it's really funny just because of this so, yeah <laughs> That's funny. They're like, no, you're on your own. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're just going to go to bed. Like, they put to bed. <laughs> we put ourselves to bed. Don't worry about us tonight. <laughs> Don't even need water. <laughs> yeah, literally. Nobody needed anything. <laughs> <gasps> you found the secret. Put this movie on to get them to go to bed. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> oh man. But yeah, really I do I yeah, that whole part when Ralph like finally beats up the kid, you know, it just I think a lot of us as kids can kind of relate to that where you just you're so frustrated and this person just won't leave you alone, you know. Yeah, and, and you snap. Yeah. yeah, and you do. Sometimes you just fly into like a fit of rage. But I think it's kind of funny that his brother was like, oh my gosh, I got to go get mom. Like, I need right. help. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. Nobody else is like going to be able to get this kid off of <laughs> So yeah, he runs home and gets his mom and, you know, here she comes and, you know, and it's so sad because she just looks at him and he just looks so defeated. So yeah done and she just and i'm sure she knew that that kid was probably a problem for a oh, while yeah yeah like his mom isn't clueless no but at the same time it's kind of like you know it's hard because you want to make sure yeah it's you know can can you know defend themselves can stand up for themselves and I mean, not that I'm, you know, I'm not condoning violence, fighting, whatever, but I'm just saying at some point, a kid is going to snap. And, you know, if you're going to sit there and run your mouth, you know, get right to have it. I mean, it's just in general, people, everybody has their limit. Mm-hmm. And we all got to stand up for ourselves at some point. So, yes. Also, I know we kind of skipped over it because we kind of just all over the place here. But I yep. will say that the kid with uh, his tongue on the pole uh, and the whole double dog, triple dog, like dare. <laughs> God, yes. Oh, my gosh. First of all, my kids were like, is that real? Like, will that really happen? And I'm like, yes. all right, just like the movie, go try it. <laughs> Um, it can, uh, yes. but how they filmed that was a little different. They didn't make some poor kid do that. Um, I would hope not. Yeah, no. So they drilled a hole in the pole uh-huh. and then created a suction on the internal. Oh. So he put his tongue in there. They created the suction and then they moved the camera so you couldn't tell that it was like in a hole. That's so weird still. Yeah, so that's how they did it. Um, but I mean, you think about it, like, have you ever had, like, damp fingers and yeah. then grabbed ice cubes and they yeah. stick to your fingers? Well, even yeah, a popsicle, even when I've gotten yeah. popsicles, like, out of the freezer, like, right out of the freezer and I put it in my mouth and I'm like, uh, uh, tongue kind of stuck to that yeah. a little. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a and, little weird. <laughs> right. So I would assume it can. I'm pretty sure people have had this problem. I, I just think it's funny that the they part, just think not to lick a public pole. Yeah, especially now. We don't do that. Yeah. I just think it's funny how all the kids are like, the bell rang, we gotta go. I know, they just, he's like, help. Just leave them out there. Nobody even says go. anything to like the teacher. Like the teacher's the ones like, wait a minute. Like, Where you, is he? You left him out there. Right. <laughs> They're like, well, the bell rang. Right. We didn't We're going to get in trouble. Kid. We don't show up for the bell. Right. And I know we kind of already talked about like him saying his bad word, but I just think it's funny with like the whole like soap in his mouth, like sitting there yes. with the soap in his mouth. And I don't know about you. I've never gotten soap in my mouth, but being from a Hispanic family, I did get chili put in my mouth. If I did say something I wasn't supposed to say. So yeah. that was... That I think both my brothers have gotten a, a small taste of soap, not 
like that. They've never right. had to sit there with soap in their mouth, but <laughs> like that little, just, just a little, probably like with you, the chili, a little bit on your tongue. Yep. Yeah. And so I never that's... really, I, even as a child, like I never understood that. I mean, I guess it was just because, because I mean, I don't know where, I, especially for our family, like we're Hispanic, like I, I love spicy things. So I'm like, right. that really didn't do anything for me. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was more of a fact that like we weren't allowed to like swallow it. And this was mostly from one of my aunts that had lived with us. She like made us like hold it like on our tongue, which was really weird. So I guess that was uncomfortable and not for a long time. It was like, you know, right. 30 seconds at most. And then we had to swallow it, but we right. weren't allowed water or anything to drink after. Interesting. So we had to wait. <laughs> I don't know. Very weird. <laughs> People do. Weird Life things. is weird. Yeah. It is so strange. I mean, looking at that, looking at like his punishment for that, and looking at like where we're at now, and pretty sure people would get in trouble for probably. Doing that. Oh gosh! And I then it's just... funny that his mom sticks it in her mouth, and she's like, "Oh god!" <laughs> right? I think that's I feel like she too. had that moment where she's like, "I'm not doing that anymore. It's terrible." <laughs> she was like, "All right, time for something else." <laughs> and then I just think it's hilarious too how she calls like his friend's mom, and then oh my gosh, like his friend's oh, that's mom's right. reaction. Why did you like, hear that? <laughs> And that poor child gets beat. And I'm like, wow, that's that's not okay. <laughs> that's happened to my older brother. He took a rap for something he didn't do. Oh no. and but like yeah, but and it was because of me. And oh. so, <laughs> so my I just scare easy. It's just who I am. I can't uh -huh. help it. It's just me. And so my older brother, of course, takes great delight in this. And I grew up in a ranch style house at a bathroom at the end of the hallway, but you can hide in bedrooms on either side of the hallway and then jump out and scare me, which is what they took great delight in doing. Right. And I would jump every time. So right. I got to the point where I was like paranoid to get out of the bathroom. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, who's going to jump out at me? Right. Um, so anyway, so he spent his time scaring me. Well, it was, I was like seven at the time, which he would have been about 10 years old. And... I went to go grab an orange from the fridge mm -hmm. and I went to go. And so like our trash can was to the side of the fridge, but when you open the door and everything yeah. I reach in the fridge, you cannot see the side where the trash can is. Okay. So I open the fridge door, grab an orange, close the door, come around. And there's my brother quietly <sighs> peeling an orange, minding his own business. <laughs> Only I was not thinking that somebody was going to be there. <laughs> I screamed and then cried, which I'd never done before. <laughs> 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 mom comes running into the house at full speed and she's like what happened my poor brother looks like a deer in the headlights and i go he scared me right <laughs> she ripped him a new one and like and the whole time i'm crying i can't get myself under control because like i just really gave myself more of a scare but it was such a bad scare i couldn't get myself under control but I distinctly remember thinking it wasn't his fault but i couldn't get the words out right because my mom is just wailing into him and like just yelling at him and stuff and like she's i mean she's like andrew she's got a heart condition well you know she's just ripping him a new one and he took so it funny. he stood there quietly Aww. he didn't say one word about it. he didn't do anything he did it and i felt so bad it was like years later i told my mom i said i don't know if you remember this and she goes <laughs> Well, 
he'd been spending months scaring you. He had it coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, it's to make it for all those times he didn't get in trouble for it. <laughs> so, so that's how my poor brother took the rap. Like, I just couldn't get myself under control enough because I, I was like going to tell my mom, like, he really didn't do anything. But right. it was like, I couldn't even like. I couldn't do anything. Like right. I was just completely beside myself. Yeah. So I know my mm-hmm. kids, they l- actually love scaring my brother. Uh, Cause my brother scares very easily. And so <laughs> like even the youngest, like stands off to the side and like jumps out at him. And it was, it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Cause I'm like, okay, Mr. Like Navy veteran guy. And I'm like, what? right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> A little sidetrack there. <laughs> but I think it's funny. <laughs> also, funny. I think his teacher in the movie, I think his teacher's a little scary. She's she's a little, she kind of, I don't know. I'd be afraid to have her as a teacher. <laughs> she seems There's very just stern. Something about her that just kind of scares me a little. <laughs> she reminds me of my third grade teacher, who I didn't care for either. And her last name was Mrs. Wolf. And I she just... <laughs> yeah right i know the moment i saw it on my thing i was like this is not gonna be a good year right. <laughs> this is not gonna be now. fun <laughs> she doesn't look like she enjoys teaching children <laughs> she had like this she was a very stern teacher very similar to ralphie's teacher yeah um, but at oh. least ralphie's teacher did run out there to help save the poor kid with his tongue attached yeah to the oh. pole it was pretty funny yeah also, um, so when he finally goes to meet Santa, like that whole, that whole thing for whatever reason kind of freaks me out. And I think it's just the way that they did the, like the camera work with like all up in their faces and everything. And I'm like, that makes me super uncomfortable and I don't like it. But I mean, like when you're a kid, that's kind of how it feels. It is exactly. So, I mean, they captured this from a kid's point of view. Like I want to say really really well um yeah because it is kind of terrifying so i'm like i don't blame all those damn kids going up there and like like losing their shit because that has got to be scary because i'm a grown-ass woman i'm sitting here and i'm like uh i don't i don't like this like they are way too close they are way too creepy and like bitter and angry and i was like i don't like any of this like this trying to make me feel good as an adult right i'm like hurry up and get it done i will say though i'm a i'm a little jealous of the fact that they got to slide down the slide afterwards i thought that slide was kind of cool um so that was kind of neat but yeah otherwise that whole sequence right there just freaks me the f out like i cannot i'm with you 100 (laughs) percent Yeah, but I do, I like how he catches himself finally, where he's like, "No, this is my last chance. Like, I have to talk to Santa right. to ask for this like BB gun." And so sad, he gets told the same thing that his mom told him: <laughs> "With you'll shoot your eye so out." So I wrote down the number of times, like the comment, not the exact comment count, but right. it was mentioned shoot right. your eye out, and I had seven. I'm probably wow. off on that, and someone's gonna yell at me. But yeah, like seven <laughs> moments. It's not so much like. Yeah, but about seven moments where it was said, so it was pretty funny. Yeah, um, that is pretty So funny. I wanted to say the actor who played um, Ralphie, mm-hmm. I thought this was really funny. Someone in an interview asked him if he has anything from the movie. Like, did he keep anything? Right. And he has, uh, in his possession, he has the original BB gun. Oh. He has the pink bunny suit. 
And yeah. he has his cowboy costume from that weird little cowboy sequence. <gasps> That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's Those awesome. Like, fun things to keep. Oh my gosh. The bunny onesie is hilarious. And his so mom, funny. she's like, put it on. He's like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> like, don't make me. <laughs> What's funny is one year, um, this kids like clothing company that I follow for the, the kids, um, especially the younger two, uh, they one year they did like uh, an homage to like this movie and they made a bunny like onesie not exactly like it it right. was a lot cuter um but because I knew this is my husband's like favorite movie I was like I have to get that for my daughter because she was the only well at the time she was you know they didn't make a size big enough for Caleb and I was not gonna make <laughs> Caleb wear it he would never wear it uh, no he would have like yeah right <laughs> and so yeah. anyways my daughter i can pretty much get her to do anything just because she has she's she's a fun kid like she will try <laughs> just about anything and so anyways um so i bought it and it was super cute i have to dig up the picture for it but it was a it was way cuter than the one that he had obviously um <laughs> But yeah, that was really fun. My husband really enjoyed that. And my, I sent, we sent a picture to, or not sent a picture, but my mother-in-law was there with us and she thought it, she got a kick out of it. Cause by that time my father-in-law had already passed away. Um, so it was again, just kind of a cute little, like, like little thing in like his memory too and stuff. But, That's awesome. Um, we'll have to add that to the Instagram. I know. I got to find it. It's It was super, super cute. So anyways, I just thought his whole onesie thing was funny and it's like, I don't know about you, well, but we if all... you want your own bunny onesie, you can get one. <laughs> so not only can you do that, but you can visit the house the movie was filmed at. Oh, so wow. if you go to the, yeah, you go to the website, a Christmas story um, you can get all the information there, but general admission is $15 children three to age 10 are $10 and under three are free. You can also stay a night in the, ho- in the house. And oh, wow. if you just want to drive by it, just to say you saw it, the address is 3159 West 11th street in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, they also have a gift cool. shop there and you can shop online at their gift shop. And they have the leg layups, like the full size leg lamps. Wow. They've got the bunny suits. They have ornaments. They've got all kinds of stuff. I was cruising on their website a little bit. So they have That's everything really cool. there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh, Christmas story house, house.com. And, um, but yeah, and they are still offering tours right now. You just got to wear a mask. And I think, right. I don't know if reservations or anything, but they, it is still open right now. Um, and you can also, I believe you can also get your bunny suit and then take the tour in the bunny suit. Oh uh, my gosh. I know. So That's the house amazing. is actually purchased by a super fan when it oh. went on the market. I think he bought it. I want to say he bought it on eBay. It was like in 2006 and he bought it and then completely restored it to look exactly as it did in the movie. Right. Wow. And then it was a year later, he opened it up for tours and stuff. That's really cool. I didn't realize yeah. it was um, in Ohio. Gosh, if I would have known that, I would have gone when my yeah, brother so that's where they filmed. <laughs> and by the way, I think I said earlier, they filmed at the Higbee's in Omaha. That is not true. They filmed in Cleveland. So they stayed oh, in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. That's so I messed cool. that up earlier, but um <laughs> That's fine. But yes, so uh, yeah, you can go visit the actual house. Maybe surprise your husband someday. I know. That would actually be really, really cool. I'm sure he would get a kick out of that. Um, For sure. 
That's but check cool. out their um check out their gift shop because like i said they ship online or they they'll send it to you you know yeah they'll ship for to sure. you. Um, have to check so it might be fun christmas yeah. gifts uh, for sure. And then, so I wanted to also say, so during the Chinese restaurant scene, oh my god, yes, the Miranda Dillon, she was given the wrong script on purpose. Oh, and everybody knew, so oh. that way they can get her real reaction when they cut the duck's head off because she had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> so that was her real, like that whole scene. That's her actually reacting. She had no idea any of that was going to happen. <laughs> No wonder, because a, a few times I'm like, wow, like she's kind of not, I don't want to say like out of character, but you know, there are that times when she looked out of character. Yeah, I, she even really I noticed, did. I was like, she looks out of character. She looks like but, she doesn't know what's going on. It's exactly how she looks, but it's hysterical. It's that still pretty is funny. Really funny. Yeah, that that whole scene is is great. It's funny. I mean, yeah, it was. And it's it, pretty entertaining. Yeah, yes. I. So kind of like the whole theme of this movie is, you know, about a kid getting what he wants for Christmas or trying to get what he wants for Christmas. Right. Um, and there's a lot of like, you know, and it, like you said, it's very much a kid telling a story. Yes. And so I was wondering if there was any gift that meant a lot to you growing up when you were a kid, or something you really wanted that you got, or maybe even didn't get. Oh. Like if man. anything sticks out to you in your mind. I don't really. Have. I don't know that anything really stuck out to me in my mind. There wasn't anything like that I had to have. No, not really. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have a ton of like memories that always stick out to me, like as far as Christmas time. And I think um, I was never really. I don't know. I never was really a kid that was like, oh my gosh, like I have to have this or I have to have that. Um, Really, I think even as an adult, um, I mean, I will say, obviously, just as you start growing up, you know, your what you want for Christmas starts to change. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, no, it does. I mean, and... I, I, I don't want Babysitter's Club dolls anymore, so. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't think there was ever really one thing that I like absolutely had to have. I think I just really enjoyed um just being with family like we just had a lot of family that would just get together and I mean there are just years especially in one particular house that I do have a lot of like Christmas like memories Christmas gatherings where my mom would just like she would just go all out with her decorations and she had like her little village and and you know all her Santa Clauses and you know Christmas trees and everything was just Mm -hmm. it was like Christmas like exploded like in our house and that is I guess what I just I carry through and then um but yeah, I don't think I really had like one particular gift. Um, There's things I remember being excited about, but right. I don't remember asking for them. Right. Like I remember being excited when I got my first Ken doll because I didn't. I had all these girls and no boys, and I remember being excited about that. It was a it was a wedding couple. I still remember that. It's so weird. Yeah. And then like I remember getting my first cell phone. Right. Um. Or not the first cell phone. It was the one with the color screen. It was like a Motorola flip phone with a color screen. I remember getting a Game Boy. That was a big deal. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah. yeah. And um, 
I do remember, and what's funny is it wasn't one of my gifts, but I do remember my brother getting like this, um, you know, uh, like Chuck E. Cheese and like a Dave and Buster's where it's like a basketball hoop thing and you just uh-huh. have like all these basketballs that just come. Um, but yeah, so it was like one of those things where you just like would shoot the basketball like over and over. <laughs> and I remember him having one of those and we thought it was like the funnest thing in the world. I will. Okay. I take that back. There was one gift that I remember getting and it was, I had gotten a bunny one year for Christmas. That was like one of the first and only times that I had ever gotten an animal for a Christmas gift. (laughs) And um, yeah, he was a little black bunny. He was super cute. Named him Lucky. Um, He unfortunately was not very lucky. (laughs) You never name an animal Lucky. That's like the worst name to name any animal. It's like, oh yeah, his name's Lucky. You're like, this animal has three legs and one eye. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know. And um, yeah, I think I had him for like only two years. And I don't know if one night it just, we ended up getting colder than normal because he he slept outside, but he had um, like, he had like his little bunny cage, like his little bunny run. And he had like, I had put blankets and stuff in there for him, but I don't think I was supposed to do that because I didn't know how to take care of a bunny. So I don't know if maybe if he ate something from the blanket and he and yeah i remember it was really really sad anyways i'm gonna spare you all the details on that one because it was very sad i cried (laughs) um because i was the one that found him and yeah so anyway so that was kind of a little traumatizing (laughs) we should move on i have another thing on Uh, christmas eve traditions because they they kind of touch on christmas eve a little bit in this movie um I didn't write down what they did, but it seemed like a traditional thing, whatever. Well, that's when he, that's when he opened up the bunny outfit and everything. Cause they did open up. I thought it was Christmas Eve. Cause they did open up. Um, I've only seen the movie twice. So I'll believe you. (laughs) I don't know. I could be wrong. (laughs) Anyways. Um, Yeah. I figured. So it's our, for us growing up as kids, what we would do is my mom would always let us open pick one gift that we can open that mm-hmm. night and we would open that and then we of course we leave out cookies and oh, i should bake cookies uh cookies and carrots <laughs> for santa and the reindeer <laughs> yeah. and then um cookies for the reindeer carrots for santa just kidding it was <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was like sure <laughs> so uh, and then so we would have my mom's mom, my Nana, and then her best friend, who we called Grandma. So she was a grandma by right, not really by blood or anything. Right. So the two of them would always stay over. So because of that, we had one staying in the spare room and the other would stay in my room. Mm-hmm. So I would sleep and all three of us kids would sleep in the same room while they were visiting. Right. And so because obviously we grew up in California in a very temperate climate, because uh, I explained this to my husband, and he was horrified. And he was like, what are you, like, why would your parents do this? And I was like, I don't know, because they thought it was cool. So <laughs> my parents would, or my dad, he, my mom had these like jingle bells. And so he, my dad would get up onto the rooftop, uh-huh. stomp around yell, with the jingle bells, yelling, ho, 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 stomp around. <laughs> and he grabbed rocks and he'd throw rocks. So it's like pebbles, like deer or like reindeer, like walking right, on the roof right and he'd do it like right above the bedroom we we're all staying at and then they would and then we always had a fire in the fireplace that night so he'd wait till the fire died and then they dampen the bottom of like rubber boots and right. put them in the ashes and then walk it 
all like from the fireplace to the tree, walk around the tree and then bring the boots, you know, and then have the boots walk back to the fireplace. And then my mom always hid certain wrapping paper. Uh So like Santa wrapping paper was completely different than any wrapping paper Mm. in the house. Yes. And, um, so anyways, that was kind of the fun things that they would do. And which is probably why I believe in Santa until I was like way too old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shoot. Like like, if I had that, I would still believe in him. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so anyways, uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. They would do all that. I told my husband who grew up in the Midwest where it's not possible to do that. Like, like he's like, how he's like, Oh man, that's what you get for growing up in a place that doesn't freeze. Cause otherwise you slip on the ice on the roof and fall and break your neck. <laughs> right. You'd end up in the hospital for Christmas. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh gosh. That's so, funny. Yeah. So that was kind of the thing we did. We did something similar for the kids with that. Um, We have a fireplace and my husband has work boots. And so kids don't know what the bottom of his work boots look like. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I remember, um, and one year we had, it was one year where we, well, a couple of years where we use our fireplace a lot and um, we would have like, you know, a lot of the ash in there. And so mm-hmm. we would put like his boots in there and then like have him like stomp around, not so much like on the carpet <laughs> area, but like there's, uh-huh. we have like a little spot that comes out from there and you could see like the two um, like footprints and things like that. And then um, we would, you know, just they kids, you know, obviously would leave out right. like, cookies and carrots and, and milk and all that good stuff. And then mm-hmm. um, I remembered, I think it was Caleb who had asked for Santa to like leave a note or something. So oh, he's getting crafty. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. So anyway, so I had my husband do it because again, my kids don't really know what my husband's writing looks like. And <laughs> he has terrible handwriting. <laughs> Perfect. The kids would know, be able to read it. right? They know what my handwriting looks like because my handwriting's on all of the gifts, <laughs> right? And so, um, but yeah, we actually also do a separate, um, like wrapping paper for Santa's stuff. I hide it too, and especially this year because I actually use just craft paper, so it's just like the brown like wrapping paper, and I just oh, decorated fun. it with. Um, I went really all out with like the bows and things like that. Like I made my own bows, which was really jeez yeah right I was like I was damn proud of myself (laughs) I figured out like four gifts I've got right now (laughs) to like like start rapping and I'm like dragging my feet right I figured out how to while I watched a YouTube video and they taught me how to make like the Tiffany bow um that you can like the Tiffany so yeah I was super But anyway, so all like the kids' presents and everything, like they all look really, really cute and I really like it. So anyway, so this year I have to get, um, I haven't bought it yet, but I have to get a Christmas or a Santa like wrapping paper. Um, and I'm just gonna, I just, I just wrap them just I don't put bows or anything like on them. And that's because Santa's busy. He has right. other children to attend to. He doesn't have time for the bows. So anyways, um, so we do that and then, but growing up, I don't. Um, I mean, we did our whole like, you know, open one present thing and we just, we did a lot of like movies. That's when like, we had a lot of family that would just come over and stay the night and the kids would be down in like the playroom and the adults like up in the living room. And we would just, yeah, kind of 
have like the kids would have like their own like little party and then everybody would get to open up one gift and you know and then we'd sleep and then morning time uh christmas morning was like our big thing because then it was just like a big breakfast you know and our Mm -hmm. house was a place where i like we would alternate between our house and another like aunt and uncle's house um but yeah we would just have like a massive breakfast and then you know opening gifts and everything like that and then eventually everybody would just kind of go off into their own like little places and you know look at all their all their Their stuff yeah um but yeah christmas was always always a good time always good memories and um, so it's funny so now like you know i try and like carry on the tradition so some of the traditions that i brought into like my 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 husband's life Mm -hmm. um like the opening one gift i think he said he did that too but mm-hmm. he and i are so bad because we get so excited about the gifts we get each other <laughs> that like i think most of our christmases we have both open gifts from each other are completely done and open before christmas right right so like, <laughs> like look what i got i got you this i got you this and so in fact to continue on with that tradition he's already opened one of his gifts this year but he was feeling really down it was a really small gift and Aww. i was like this is gonna put a smile on your face it's just been it's just been one of those weeks right. and years and so i was like this will make you smile and it did yep. so it worked out but Aww. um yeah so it was anyways it was really small and simple but it made him smile so that works but That's uh cool. the other thing is his family they were not stocking people like uh, they don't do like they'll hang them but right. they don't fill put anything in them and like in our house like holy yeah. moly it was all yeah. like a stock like a big thing too my parents stuffed those things full mm-hmm. and um so i have brought that into like our life and so i always make sure there's stuff in everybody's stocking and everybody gets fun because we host christmas so right yeah that's fun one thing that we started with the kids like our own little like tradition thing is um in addition to them like being being able to open up like one gift we also have like one like family gift and it um has a everybody gets like a new set of pjs um they get either like a blanket or stuffed animal just depending on like age where they're at um Mm -hmm. And then either a book, so we'll do a Christmas book or a game or a movie. So we just kind of alternate like what we're that's pretty like cool. into that year. So that's mm-hmm. really fun because I'm um, not something that we all like get to enjoy like as a family because Christmas Eve for us is where it's really just our family. And then Christmas Day right. is when we like come together with like, unfortunately now it's just my side of the family because my husband's parents are past and um his brother lives in louisiana so (laughs) he doesn't come from a big family and um he it's just him and his brother so i have you know my brother my sister and my nephews and my mom my grandma and stuff so um so now this year and last year it it was really really weird just being with my family only because we're mm-hmm. used to having like my at least my husband's you know mom there and right last year was really really different um but still um but yeah so we really take christmas eve as a time to just kind of have our own like little family tradition and things like that things like that so that family really gift cool. is is our thing that we started together that we really enjoy. I like that. Yeah. It's really good. I like it. Well, yeah. I think that's kind of 
and our podcast. I mean, if week. anybody else wants to share, wants to comment, um, you know, mm-hmm. on our post under this, if you guys have any traditional um, or non-traditional, uh, you know, things that you do with your family, uh, if you have a really great Christmas story or holiday story or whatever, um, you know, just be sure to share it with us because absolutely want to know <laughs> especially the non-traditional ones yes i, I love the that. non-traditional ones me too like you hear from some family and they're like we thought it was normal no no we're the only ones <laughs> oh my gosh there is this i'm not a huge like tiktok person but i see them pop up every now and then on instagram and there was one where i mean it had nothing to do with holidays but it was like our like things I did as a child that I thought were normal only to find out yes. that they're not <laughs> and <laughs> like not everybody else does this and I loved those because so many of them I'm like wow that's so weird and then a lot of them I'm like oh my gosh I used to do that too like what <laughs> no <laughs> who else like you know anyway so yeah if you have like really interesting traditions that you thought were normal but are not normal like share them with us because we want to know like that sounds for sure And while you're in the sharing mood, we would love and ask everybody to please subscribe to this. It doesn't cost you anything. You just got to hit that little subscribe button. And then if you could take a little 30 seconds out of your day and maybe leave us an awesome review, we would greatly appreciate that. That would help people find us, find our podcast and all that good stuff. And then if you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram with uh, the handle Oi with the coffee already. Yes. Uh, we are discussing adding a Facebook page too. So hopefully we'll find us there soon. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to find, well, if you want to find us individually, I'm Kristen. Um, and this is, and I have the Instagram K cups with Kristen, K R I S T E N. You can find me also on Instagram at, sips with serena um it's s-a-r-e-n-n-a um yeah and then if you want to find both of us uh you can head over to our website which is the caffeinated besties.com and on that website you can find both our instagram feeds there as well uh but that's where our blog is where we talk coffee and things like that and then our podcast is obviously not about coffee because I mean, we love coffee, but there's really only so much you could say about it. So that's why it's not coffee related, but you know, it's still fun and you can talk and drink coffee at the same time while you listen or whatever. So definitely. All right. Thank you everybody. Appreciate you coming by listening to us. And again, let us know on our Instagram, let us know about uh, your traditions things maybe a specific memory or anything like that with christmas this movie does kind of definitely have that feel of it and just kind of keeping with that theme and then keep an eye out there on that feed for uh some of our cool pictures that we find post up for later as well definitely we hope you have a great day thanks bye bye